may be seated. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Perhaps for you, as it is for me, Christmas is a favorite time of the year. There's so much joy and celebration. Decorations adorn our homes and even our sanctuary. Presents to open, reminding us of the greatest gift that we could ever receive, the Christ child, our Savior. And I really enjoy singing the familiar hymns, so many wonderful, traditional, and joyful hymns. If your home is like mine, the Christmas music begins the day after Thanksgiving, or if I'm being honest, maybe even a little bit before that, and lasts well into the new year. Today, we're going to consider a very old hymn, a hymn of praise, one that is literally as old as the Christ child himself, but is as familiar to you as any modern hymn. You sing it every single Sunday. It's the song of Simeon, the Nunc Diminis. I know it best by these words, which are almost verbatim from our gospel reading. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people. A light to light and the Gentiles and the glory of thy people Israel. There has been much speculation over the centuries about who Simeon is. Is he a priest working in the temple? Is he a scribe? Is he a prophet? What makes him so special? The only real information that we have about him is what's recorded here in our gospel text. There was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon, and this man was righteous and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Spirit was upon him, and it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. And he came into the Spirit, into the temple. It doesn't really appear that Simeon is anyone special. Just an ordinary man in Jerusalem. And his name, Simeon, would have been a fairly ordinary name in that day. But here are the important descriptors from our text. Righteous, devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. These descriptors could be said about any one of you. He did what was right, following the Ten Commandments and the Jewish laws, honoring the Sabbath, the Passover, 
and all the other Jewish festivals, while other Jews were ignoring these rituals and practices, he adhered to them, hoping and waiting for the Messiah to come and deliver, to rescue the nation. While there was nothing particularly special about Simeon's background or pedigree, Scripture tells us that the Spirit was upon him. The Holy Spirit had revealed to him that he would not die until he had seen the Christ, the Messiah, the Deliverer. But why was Simeon waiting for the Messiah? Why was he waiting for a Deliverer? The answer takes us thousands of years back into history. From the beginning of time, in the Garden of Eden, Adam and Eve trusted the words of the snake more than they trusted the Word of God. They not only fell into sin, they made a deliberate choice not to appreciate all that they had been given by God. They had made a choice to take what they wanted and to lie about it. For this, they were thrown out of the garden and they were punished. But God did not leave them without hope. He made a promise. We hear about this promise in Genesis chapter 3, that through the woman, He would give a deliverer, one that would free humanity from the grasp of the evil one. From that day, God's people began to watch and wait for their Messiah. Adam and Eve probably wondered, is it our son Seth? Later on, people wondered, is it righteous Abraham or his son Isaac? Is it Joseph who saved all in the known world from starvation? What about Moses who rescued God's people from Pharaoh in Egypt? What about Joshua who led the Israelites into the promised land? Or King David, the man after God's own heart. King Solomon built the temple. Could it be King Hezekiah or King Josiah, godly and upright kings? In our Old Testament reading from Isaiah, we are told the characteristics required of a Messiah. Someone who has the Spirit of the Lord the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of understanding, the spirit of counsel, the spirit of might, the spirit of knowledge, the fear of the Lord. Someone whose heart is so in tune with God that he can judge with impartiality according to God's Word. The problem was, Every time someone emerged seeming to be a deliverer, they ended up having some major moral failure and did not measure up to the standard of being a Messiah. In fact, too often the situation got worse instead of better. God's people slipped further and further away from Him, worshiping idols 
and following false prophets. Things got really bad when the Jews were taken out of the promised land into exile in Babylon. And writing from that exile in Babylon, the prophet Ezekiel describes a vision. And in his vision, the glory of God leaves the temple. Effectively, God turned His back on His people. When we think about our own situation, it's not so unlike what I just described. If we're honest with ourselves, we recognize and come face to face with our desire to follow our own choices rather than to appreciate what has been given to us. We choose to listen to those voices that tell us what we want to hear rather than listening to God's faithful Word. And too often, we follow self-help books and leaders that turn out to be morally and ethically corrupt. A painful reminder that left to our own choices, our situation is helpless. What a terrible situation to be in and one that cannot be rectified by a sinful human being. One that has to have the intervention of God Himself. This, this is why Simeon is waiting for a Messiah, a Deliverer. This is why you and I are anxious for someone to save us. And someone has come to save us. On the day of His circumcision, we are told that He was called Jesus. Jesus is the Greek derivative of the Hebrew Yeshua. Or in English we say Joshua. Which means God saves. He's the deliverer. The rescuer. And indeed, Jesus is our Savior. He embodies all of the characteristics and qualities of a Messiah. Having the Spirit of the Lord, the Spirit of wisdom, the Spirit of understanding, the Spirit of counsel, the Spirit of might, the Spirit of knowledge, and the fear of the Lord. We have just celebrated Christmas. Jesus entering our world as a baby. God Himself setting aside His true and indescribable glory and majesty and veiling Himself in the body of a shriveled and helpless infant in order to fully experience everything in just the same way that you and I do. Jesus did not take any shortcuts. He went through the growing pains of childhood. He moved through adolescence and young adulthood. Not only did He go through the normal temptations of life, He was taken into the wilderness where He was tempted by Satan for 40 days. 
Although he chose a lifestyle of teaching, healing, and performing miracles, he was but rejected by some of those same people. He suffered excruciating punishment for your sins, my sins, and the sins of each and every person who ever lived or whoever will live. He died. He was buried. But on the third day, He rose from dead, conquering the devil and all sin. He defeated the stranglehold of death, demonstrating that it is completely powerless. This is why we sing the song of praise with Simeon. In Jesus' birth, we realize that God never left us. He never turned His back on us. He waited until just the right time. And then, He sent His Son, Jesus. And as we sing with Simeon, I love the first stanza of that song. Lord, now You are letting Your servant depart in peace according to Your Word. Simeon was filled with the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit told him that he would not die before seeing the Messiah, the Deliverer. In baptism, we too, just ordinary people, are filled with the Holy Spirit. And we also have seen our our Rescuer. We've seen Him with our own eyes. Simeon held Jesus in his arms. And it's so fitting that we sing this song of Simeon right after we take the Lord's Supper. Because in the Lord's Supper, we not only see our Savior veiled in the bread and in the wine, but we smell, taste, and touch Him as we hear, given, and shed for you. Our Rescuer, our Deliverer, our Savior, giving Himself to forgive us all of our sins. No more sin. No more agitation. No more discontent. There is nothing we have to do. We have peace. And we are prepared and ready to leave this life of sorrow and live with Jesus forever. O Lord, let us, Your servants, depart in peace. You have kept Your promise, the promise that You made to Adam and Eve, the promise to send a Savior. You have sent Jesus, our Savior. This old song of praise with words from Simeon, has for hundreds, thousands of years confessed Jesus to be the Messiah, the Savior, the Rescuer of the world. As you sing it today, and every Sunday, be assured that God has kept His promise to you through His Son, Jesus. Because Jesus has come to you, you are ready for whenever He calls you to Himself. Amen.
Lord, now let your servants depart in peace according to your word. Amen.